Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now joined by our baseball insider, round the horn with Kevin Bohannon. Kevin, thanks to your great sponsor making this possible. Yeah, Randy, appreciate it. And I want to give a special thanks to uh, the Wood Family Dealerships, Stanley Wood Chevrolet and Scott Wood Chrysler up in Batesville, Arkansas. Tell you what, Randy, they got me in a sweet 2022 terrain. It's black. Uh, it has all the bells and whistles that you can think of. So if you're up in the Batesville, north central Arkansas area, go holler at my man, Phil Brissy. He'll hook you up. Or you can go to their website, swood.com. Tell them I sent you, and they'll get you set up. Outstanding. All right, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Bart Reed a few moments ago. We've <laughs> We've got phone calls, obviously, wanting to talk about the game last night with Gonzaga. Oh, yeah. Uh, but first, let's get your thoughts on the matchup tonight, today, uh, with the Missouri Tigers. That is concerning the Arkansas baseball Razorbacks. Yeah, Arkansas, Coach Van Hill Gordon, with the same rotation the sixth time this season. They've almost matched the number of quality starts as they had last year. This staff has nine. All three of them have three each, and they had ten all of in 2021. So uh, Missouri's Friday night guy, Spencer Miles, 17 innings. He's got an ERA north of five, only 19 strikeouts, seven walks. Teams are hitting 286 against him. So I think the offense gets going tonight. They're, the guy that they're throwing tomorrow, Austin Trocer, he's the guy that you got, got to watch out for. His ERA is at 221. He's only allowing a 178 batting average against. So if they can jump on him tonight, uh, and get to that bullpen pretty quick. I think the Hogs got a really good chance to walk out of the weekend, being five and one in SEC play, maybe six and zero. Oh. All right, Kevin, real quick before we go to the phone lines, describe or define, elaborate what a quality start is for those that are not aware of what you're talking about. Gotcha. So quality start in college baseball and professional baseball is defined as going at least six innings without giving up more than three runs so if you stay around that three earned run mark and below that's a quality start very good now you've answered that question now let's talk <laughs> with Jeannie I guess Jeannie decided she didn't want to hang around let's talk to Steve Steve good afternoon hey. welcome to drive time sports hey thank you guys hey you know here's the deal you know we've been hard fans for so many years now we just take it personal I mean think about it when we play in Vermont and New Mexico State, whenever we got the lead, but yet those two teams would make a run on it. Oh, here they come. Here comes New Mexico State. Here comes Vermont. Look out. They, it was as if they wanted an upset. But yet last night, they want the status quo. I mean, and then they even go to their television referee. Do you think that was a foul? I don't know. I don't think that was quite a foul. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. we've just been beat up in the media for so many years. We just take it personal, man. That's what it is. That's <laughs> just what it is. You know, and I'm right here in ACC country in North Carolina, and I had so many people talking junk about Duke to me today. I just wore my Razorback shirt and I said, here it is. Here it is right here. So I, go Hogs, man. Come on, well, man. Being there in North man. Carolina, you probably remember Mike Anderson's best team having North Carolina down – and they got a really bad call late in the game that helped beat. North yeah. Carolina overcome it mm -hmm. and win, and they eventually won the national championship. Last night, yep. last night, Gonzaga made a basket, 
and uh, they're questioning whether it was an intentional foul. They didn't give him the basket, yeah. but I'm thinking if they give an intentional foul, it's a six-point game. He makes two free throws and they get the ball. That's a game changer. Yep. Well, as it turned yep. out, it was not, and it wasn't an intentional foul. You could see him wrap uh, around to grab yeah. the basketball. And so fortunately, because I was thinking at the time, oh, no, not North Carolina again. <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't. And it wasn't. And the Hogs got that break. Well, and we all know great. that pe- people talk about officiating when you lose. So Gonzaga can do that now. But uh, Arkansas played a superb game. There, there was another yeah. time they took a TV time. Well, not a TV timeout, but they went to the monitors. And the ball was down on the end line, the baseline. And... It was clear. It was clear the ball was out on Tony. I could not believe oh, yeah. they wasted wonder, the time yeah. to go to the monitor. Yeah. Did you expect them to overturn something that was that clear, no. that evident? I mean, why no. did you need to take a different look? Unless it was because they were they were the one that needed to make sure that Doug Shaw made the right call. Yeah. And, you know, the other yeah. thing is they talk about their guy fouling at questionable calls. Hey, late in the game – they had to foul three times to even get Arkansas to the one-and-one because one, they only had three team fouls in the second half. <laughs> yeah. It's just that they were all on the same guy. And, okay. you know, but I they're could, sitting there yeah. anyway. Right, now that yeah. we're griping, I want to I <laughs> gripe about uh, Timmy. How many times does he get to hook and push? Oh, and, 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 and that's not and a foul? Was one time he was blatant yeah. underneath the basket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. was there a call? Oh, they no. called it once. They did call it once. They called him for hooking one time yeah. in the game, yeah. Well, I, I had to watch the game by myself last night. My family can't be around. I'm just I'm too <laughs> hype about it. I mean, I, it, it's cussing one play and it's jumping up saying "heck yeah" the next. I mean, it's just, you know, you guys know. So yeah. I'll be doing it again tomorrow night. So we're gonna win it. All right, oh. thank you, thank All you. I right, appreciate Steve. it, guys. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, anybody that says, "Oh gosh, you know, questionable calls," really? How many calls went against Gonzaga? The only guy that got any fouls was their was their center. The rest of them didn't have hardly any. So you know, and he there's got a mood. one foul for going over the back. Yeah. Okay, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. He's seven foot, twelve foot length arms. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. The others, they just simply hey. got to his body. He doesn't That's know right. how. To, yeah. he doesn't know how to defend without using his body. He can say he went straight up, but his body's still going. He's still making contact with the Arkansas player. That's what happened on the last foul. Note, you know, there again, he's not planted flat-footed, and his body's body against body. That's a foul. He's out. Okay. All right, Kevin. Uh, We're through gripping for the moment. For the moment. uh, (laughs) We'll not not say that I won't go beyond that. But uh, um, a lot of the teams, now we're going to shift for a moment, just for a moment, because I'll go back to – uh, Arkansas here in a moment, but right. I want to give credit where credit's due. Several of the teams, including was it um, Bentonville that went Bentonville. down to Florida and yeah. uh, went six and zero. Yeah, Bentonville went down there. Of course, there were some other Arkansas teams in that event. It's the Gulf Coast Classic, and it brings in teams from as far north as Illinois and all around the the Mid South and the Southeast and even teams from Texas, and they split it up, and Bentonville went 6-0, and won the entire tournament. They even faced North Little Rock in the semifinals. Uh, kudos to North Little Rock as well. They started out kind of rough going 1-3. and They went 4-1 down there and lost to that Bentonville team 2 to nothing. So that was a great job by the Tigers. You can see how deep they are. They went 1-1, and of course, against Harbor in their 6A West uh, conference opener. 
so yeah, Bentonville is going to be right up there. Uh, teams like Bryant, they've played well this week. Uh, Little Rock Catholic, they're seven and two. I want to talk about Lucas Greer for just a minute. He had a ten strikeout outing against Little Rock Christian, and he's going to UCA next year. He's four and zero with a .39 ERA, forty strikeouts, and only ten walks in twenty three innings pitched. Camden Farmer, Cade Cartwright are a couple other arms on that Rocket staff. That's going to give Catholic a chance in 6A, Randy. Wow. 0.39. That is great. Yep. He's allowed one earned run in 23 wow. innings. Wow. All right, let's check in with Steve real quick. Steve, good afternoon. Hello, guys. What's up, buddy? Hey, Steve. Uh, you know, the one thing that nobody ever talked about was the physicality of Arkansas last night. Oh, it was talked about. They were were very physical. They they definitely (laughs) talked about it. And Gonzaga could not handle it. And, of course, after the game was over with and after I saw what uh, Charles Barkley and all them were saying, I flipped it over to TBS and Seth Davis was crying about because Holgram fouled out, said three of the fouls were not fouls. Oh, they gosh. should have been on the Arkansas player. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Steve, you shouldn't waste your time watching those kind of programs. Yeah, especially I mean, exactly. Those are, those are X-rated but programs. He was the only one that was saying that. Uh, they had uh, Scott Drew on there, and he said, no, no, uh, Seth. Arkansas played a defensive game. And Gonzaga couldn't handle the physicality. Well, good. That's a coach telling a, a quote, expert yeah. or pundit yeah, that he was but, wrong. You know That's good. Seth I'm sure Seth took that. graduated from, though? Pardon Seth me? Seth graduated from Duke. Yeah, well, you know, and I'm sure he took that well, being the expert that he is. And, and all these guys yeah. are so humble about it, too, right? <laughs> And, you know, uh, Gonzaga kind of flipped the tables. I mean, the officials uh, kind of give them the advantage at the foul line. But the key, another key factor was the turnovers. Gonzaga had 15, and Arkansas only had seven. That was a big key, no well, doubt. Another key, and, uh, which we haven't talked about, was the job that Tony did again defensively. Yeah. Two for exactly. This guy is a... Yeah. I don't know what I can use now as a term because the and, job uh, the that he did. Guard, on it's a scorpion. He used to call him scorpions. No, he was a, a transfer from Florida. Yeah, yep. who played Nimhart. well against Arkansas before. He's two for Dave, 11 last night. Thank you, buddy. Sorry about that. All right. <laughs> Hang on, you Kevin. You got to go. You got to go. We're moving today. We're moving. There we moving. go. All right, Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, joined again by our baseball insider, better known as Kevin Bohannon. Thanks again to Kevin. The Wood family dealerships up in Batesville, Arkansas, uh, Stanley Wood Chevrolet, uh, Buick GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler. Uh, they're making around the horn possible for baseball season. Uh, if you're in Batesville, uh, go give my man Philip Brissy a call, and he will get you set up. There you go. All right, let's check in with uh, Bob. Bob, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. I appreciate it. Um, just got two points to make. And Randy, you touched on it earlier. Uh, Audis Tony played great defense, but I really thought the job that, that Trey Wade did on Holmgren, he was, I, I think the plan it appeared to be was to face guard Holmgren. And uh, I just thought the job Trey Wade, I mean, I, I 
Are you still we there? lost Bob for some reason. I tell you what, what is yeah. – yep, we did lose Bob. Yeah. I tell you what is amazing about this, this team, and we've talked about it uh, before but really hadn't elaborated on it much, but last night was not Stanley Amude's day. No. And yeah. it turned out to be Trey Wade's day. That's right. And then when it doesn't seem like it's Trey Wade's day, then maybe it's Audis Tony who right. steps up and has a big day. I mean, would you have, would you, could you have imagined? None of us, if we were picking an impact player, an X factor, if I'd have said Trey Wade, I can hear all y'all going. <laughs> well, how many what games is- this year, Randy, did Trey Wade start and end up playing about eight minutes? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay. Last night he plays thirty-four minutes. Thirty-four minutes. Um, yeah. Amude played twenty because he got in foul trouble. I'm looking at the fouls again, Randy. I'm telling you, anybody who wants to complain about officiating, you can throw them in the lake. Here, okay, how many fouls Is were called the entire one? game? Yeah. Arkansas, 20 fouls. Gonzaga, 17. Free throws. Arkansas, 9 of 14. Gonzaga, 15 out of 20. In the second half, Gonzaga shot 17 free throws. Arkansas shot 14. How many of them were in the last minute and a half of the game? when they had to foul because they were behind. Note made one of two, and Arkansas was ahead by three, put them ahead by four. Uh, Devontae Davis made two when uh, I think it was a three- or four-point game, gave him a six-point lead. Chris Likes makes two out of two when it was a three-point game to make it a five-point game. And as I said a minute ago, Gonzaga had to foul three times to get Arkansas in the one-and-one because they only, with about four minutes to go, they only had three team fouls in the second half. Arkansas shot two free throws in the first half. That's it. So, but you look at who had the fouls. Holmgren had five, and and they had a guy named Bolton that had four. Maybe some of his were late when he was fouling guys to get him to the line. That's it. Other than that, they didn't have anybody in foul trouble. So to say, well, bad calls on Holmgren. Well, did they not call on anybody else just because he got five fouls? That doesn't mean that they didn't get officiating breaks. Okay, I'm, I'm getting Enough worried about you. Enough of that. I, I hear your that. blood pressure. Yeah, I, I, no. I, 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 I'm just getting, just want to check on you, make sure. Okay. No, it's okay. Not, okay, yeah. all right. All right, let's talk to Elwood. Elwood, and in fact, i got to give Kevin here a moment or two just so he can vent because we, you and I have been kind of taking up all this airtime and before yeah. Kevin hadn't been able to comment at all. Yeah. Uh, Elwood, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yes, sir. Well, I have two technical questions that have been bugging me since I was a kid about what we call the battery in baseball, pitcher-catcher. Yeah. How come How come left-handed catchers are almost non-existent? That's my first question. What's no, the they're advantage? Not, they're not almost non-existent. They are non-existent. Uh, there aren't any. Okay, what's the, what's the I, advantage to a right-handed catcher? I think in throwing to second base, Kevin can maybe give a better opinion of that, but I, I think also setting a signal, uh, there are just a lot of disadvantages to be left. You don't see any left-handed third baseman either. It's just a, a different angle. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. question number two is why? Uh, what's the advantage to having a right-hander pitch to a left-handed batter or a right-handed batter or vice versa? Uh, I've never understood that. Ball breaking away. If you're a right-handed pitcher throwing to a right-handed hitter, the ball's breaking away from the hitter. You hope to hit. You hope to make it look like it's in the strike zone and break out of the strike zone. Same thing, lefty throwing to lefty. You know there are pitches that you can throw that uh, a righty will throw that can break in on a right-handed hitter. But the say a slider, curveball, they're moving away from the hitter. What do you think, Kevin? Have I got that? 
Yeah, that, that's a perfect explanation. And I'll talk about the left-handed catcher for a minute. I had a left-handed catcher up until I was 15, and the, he, he called it Sheridan as well. Uh, Justin Bull, really good friend of mine. But the footwork on throwing to second, a, a left-hander is going to throw into a right-handed batter more than more than not, and then throw into third, the footwork's a lot better. So that oh, is the yeah. main reason you don't see it. Uh, the second reason, it's just not generally accepted. It was somebody <laughs> said at one point we don't need to have left-handed catchers, and everybody else followed in suit. <laughs> well, you're right. For a for a left-handed catcher with a right-handed hitter to try and throw somebody out at third base trying to steal would be near impossible. Yeah. So. Ah. Thank you for answering those questions. Have been bugging me for sixty years. <laughs> Man, I'm glad we got you taken care of. Boy, are you going to sleep better tonight? <laughs> 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 okay, th- thank you very much, and say hi to my unknown friend, Navy Mike, for me. Okay. Thank you, Elwood. <laughs> okay. Wow, 60 years. Uh, Kevin, you it. and Rick just solved a major issue there. So, wow. Man, thank you. Uh, let's check in with Kurt. Kurt, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Never mind, Kurt. I'll hold you over. Maybe you'll hang on till our next segment. All right, Kevin. All right. All right. How, how do you see the series real quick going up in uh, Columbia? Arkansas sweeps. Like it. So it'll be simple. six in a row to begin conference play. Can't beat that. <laughs> 